the cook said proudly. From Italy, I bring you pizza. I tasted the king's food. It was delicious. But the king picked and poked and puffed at his food until it was mushy and mucky and altogether mashed up. I will not eat this food, the king said. And he put it in his catapult and fired it against the dining room wall. No one said a word. I ate the king's meal. This is no way to live, Max, the cook said, tugging at his hair. We'd better get it right this time. We cast off our balloon at once and sailed through the skies across the great Atlantic. In Mexico, we journeyed by mule through thick green jungles, and near golden pyramids we learned of kidney beans and chili peppers, cornmeal and spices. This, the cook said, will win the king over. We thanked our guides, soared up into the sky, and made it home with only minutes to spare. Chili tacos, your highness, proclaimed the cook. I tasted the king's food. It was stupendous. But the king picked and poked and puffed and plucked at his food until it was mushy and muddy and mucky and altogether mashed up. Then he threw it out the window. It landed with a plop in the moat. Off with his head! The king shouted at the cook and stomped away. No one said a word. My meal was eaten by crocodiles. In the kitchen, the cook sat hunched over in his chair. That's it, he said sadly. I'm finished, Max. The king's going to chop off my head. He put away all his pots and pans, his whisks and knives and stirring spoons. He took off his apron and hung it on a peg. I wish I'd started my own place, said the cook. I always wanted to, but maybe I'm just no good anymore. You're the best cook in the world, I barked, but I don't think he understood, so I licked his hand instead. I couldn't sleep. How could anyone not like the cook's food? It didn't make sense. I heard a cupboard door squeak. I saw a shadow scuttling out of the kitchen. I followed. Outside the kitchen, there were crumbs on the floor. They tasted like almonds and sugar. I followed the crumbs down the hall and straight to the door of the king's bedroom. I peeked through the keyhole. I ran back to the cook's room and danced a jig on his belly to wake him up. Then I stood in the doorway and barked. All right, all right, he said. I'm coming. Outside the king's room, the cook peeked through the keyhole. You're a good dog, Max, he whispered. Then he opened the door without knocking. Hello, your highness, he said. The king was sitting in the middle of his enormous bed, eating candy. The sheets were covered with licorice all sorts and ginger cookies and huge hunks of marzipan, and he was gobbling like there was no tomorrow. How dare you enter my bedroom, cried the king. Sire, 
said the cook. I understand now why you don't eat my food. You've been filching candy from my kitchen, and you have spoiled your appetite. This must stop. You can't tell me what to do, he shouted. I'm the king. I will tell your mother, said the cook. That stopped the king cold. You wouldn't, he said. I would, said the cook, and I will. The next night at dinner, the king tried his food. The night after, he tried a little more. And the night after that, he ate everything on his plate. Cook, he cried, your food is fit for a king. And you, your highness, the cook replied, are at last eating like a king. Ask me for anything.